This is Cami, And this is Madeline. And you're listening to the Communities That Convert podcast. Episode number 83. Hey, Madeline, if you had to start all over from zero, what would you do? Well, that's an easy one. I would start a community. Me too. Communities are the fast track to success. Welcome to the Communities That Convert podcast with Madeline Sklar and Cami Hoiza. In this podcast, you will learn how to build a tribe of raving fans. You will hear tips, ideas, and advice you can use right now on how to grow your own community and provide value that inspires them to take action. Are you ready to get started? This episode is brought to you by the Communities That Convert Facebook group. Come join us in our private group because it's the place where we continue the conversation from here. All you have to do is go to Facebook and look up Communities That Convert and look for the groups, or you can go directly there at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Communities That Convert. And be sure to use our secret word, action. Yeah, action. As you know, Cami and I are big fans of using a community to scale your business. Over the next two months, we're going to go over each step you need to take to build your online community and scale your business. Today, we're going to share the five reasons why community building is the best way to build your business. It totally is the best way. And we're going to tell you why. And the first reason why is because loyal customers are better than new customers. And I've got proof. Okay, I'm not just saying this. New customers are awesome, but loyal customers are better. And studies show that it costs five times more to get a new customer than it does to retain an existing customer. And that increasing customer retention rates, meaning the people that you keep by only 5% will increase your profits by 25% or more. Seriously. That's amazing. And you know, I'm a big fan of Paul Jarvis and he talks about this all the time. And we'll put a link to him in the show notes because he's a very interesting guy. And it's interesting when you hear people talk about that, Cami, and when you're sharing numbers like that, because we don't normally think of it that way, right? People are always saying, go get new customers, go get new customers. But your loyal existing customers can really grow your business. And that's why it's important to nurture your email list, because that's where your customers are. Right. And your community. I mean, that's really what Uh the community is all about. And also, Kevin Kelly, he's the founding executive editor of Wired Magazine. He did some simple math way back in 2008 when we were grandparents. I'm sorry, just being (laughs) silly. But and he showed that if you had a thousand true fans, that's a thousand people that you directly interacted with that spent a hundred dollars a year with you, just a thousand people that brings your pay to a hundred thousand dollars a year. So he said, even like simple content creators can make a hundred thousand dollars a year. You can make a living with online products if you have a thousand true fans, a thousand people that are willing to pay like basically a hundred dollars every time you offer something. So I think that's a real idealistic thing that I know that happened back when he came out with this idea. It seems like it's just a simple math problem. And he was shocked at how, how it really like resonated with people. But people could suddenly see like it was a concept you could get your hand around. Oh, I can get a thousand people to spend a hundred dollars with me. It's not like a thousand people to spend a thousand dollars with me. It, it sounds doable, right? Absolutely. You know, I was in the music business for 20 years. And when this came out, when, when this whole 1000 true fans came out, the music business really embraced this. And people were saying, 
because I worked with independent artists, the indie artists. And these are the ones that are not the famous rock stars. These are the people that work really hard for their music. And to tell them like, hey, if you just focus on your community and build up a thousand true fans at $100 a year, you're going to do very well. And so a lot of musicians started really embracing this concept. And this can really apply to anyone in business. Yeah. And, I, and I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to put a link to the YouTube video with Kevin Kelly talking about this. I'll probably actually embed it in our show notes so that you can just watch it there. It's very short, but people were fascinated by this concept that this could be something that you could do. And it was really doable for like any level, like your indie artist all the way up to an entrepreneur. And I know some people nowadays are looking for million dollar years and all that. And that's awesome. But the bottom line is you don't get there by yourself. You have to have a tribe of people that believe in what you're doing in order to do this. You do not do this alone ever. And people that forget that their community brought them where they are, um, that really pains me, to be honest with you. Yeah, definitely. I hope everybody takes time to go and check out this theory because it's really interesting and it'll really open your mind. Reason number two, testimonials, which is one of my favorite things. Testimonials and word of mouth are really pretty darn easy to get. You know, just asking your community for this. I do this all the time with my community, especially people that take my online courses, like that go through my programs. It's like, hey, you took this. Do you mind providing a testimonial? And nobody ever says no. You know, Cami, people love to feel like they're a really big part of the community and and providing a testimonial is a way for them to feel that way and share like, you know, what they got out of something. We even have an entire episode about how to get testimonials. It was episode number 48, how to ask for testimonials from your community. And when you have a relationship with your communities, you know, getting these testimonials is, like I said, pretty easy to get and they're really impactful. So something to really think about is, is, and the biggest obstacle really is the ask and just not be afraid. My favorite saying, just do it, just go for it and just ask, you know, can I get a testimonial from you? And people love to do it. Yeah, I had just asked for one recently and the person was more than happy to oblige. And, you know, I just, I think we're afraid sometimes to ask or we run out of time or whatever. It's just a really important part of what you do because that social proof, it shows other people what you're capable of and it builds camaraderie amongst the group as well because as they see other people succeeding and, you know, using your methodologies or whatever, they get more excited about it as well or using your brand or using your product or whatever it is you guys sell. I know all of you do different things, but whatever it is you're doing, that is that really is part of what makes people trust the process. If they see their peers succeeding, I think is the best thing. So anyway, reason number three we came up with was that customer service is cheaper and better since the community connects and helps each other. So this is a phenomenon I see, I've seen in almost every really good group I've ever been in is that as people start to connect and participate in a group, I think about Facebook groups or even forums or anything like that, people in that community will come on and ask a question because they need help. And sure, you have the person who's in charge of the community that might jump in and help. But often, and more times than not, the community itself helps each other. It's a really great opportunity for them. So I think that, you know, that customer service becomes a lot cheaper and better, I say. And it's cheaper in the sense that you don't have to hire somebody to be in there all times, although that is a nice service to offer if you have a community, a big one especially. But you can actually connect those community members together and they can share their own brands of expertise because friend, you're not the expert in everything. Neither am I. You know, we aren't, are we? 
Madeline. Yeah, I mean, exactly. that's why it's, it's so important for your community. There's so many people with amazing minds and talents in your community that w- are willing to step up and help out. In fact, you know, if you are that kind of person that loves to help people, we want you in our community. That's <laughs> so right. Shameless plug, shameless plug. You know, come jump into the CTC community with us. We call it the Communities That Convert community. And we would love to have you there. But that's happening in our community. I'm watching it a lot right now. Our community is getting big enough now that people are starting to really start to help each other. I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. I love it. We have a great Facebook group. So for those of you listening, if you've not been a part of the Facebook group, we definitely recommend you check it out. Just go to facebook.com slash group slash communities that convert. And you know, we're really lucky that we have platforms like Facebook to have Facebook groups. You know, when I started my music online music community, Go Girls Music back in 1996, we did not have an easy way to connect communities together. It was really just a website and me using email to talk to people and posting their information on a web, my website, not very engaging, you know? Right. But that was how it was back then, you know, in the mid to later 90s. But everything changed with this thing that came out in 1997 called eGroups, eGroups eGroups.com. Everything back then was like either the letter E or the letter I. It was E E stuff and I stuff, right? And now you, get sued, now you get sued by Apple if you do any eye stuff. I right. can't do, I'm mad because I can't have iCami.com. I'm just saying. Oh, that would be kind of cool. Yeah. Anyway, iGroups was really a game changer. And it allowed us to have basically like this online bulletin board where we could all connect together through email. It was really neat. And later, Yahoo bought it out. It became Yahoo Groups in 2001. And so I started using this in 1999 for my Go Girls Music community when I discovered it. And it was a game changer. And I love that now we fast forward to today. We're in 2019. We've got Facebook groups and we've got Slack for groups. There's so many platforms now where we can take our community and easily connect them, not just with us, but with each other. I think that's just incredible. So take advantage of it because it's super powerful. And I know that we've had a lot of success with it through many, many years, as you just heard Madeline talk about. So what's reason number four, Madeline? So reason number four, as a community leader, you're seen as an industry expert, right? So your opinion matters to the group. It's, It's important to be active on your group and show that you're the leader and that you're the expert. And by doing this, it gives you a platform to build and grow your business and not feel like you're always selling. You know, when when we're on our Facebook group, I don't ever feel like we're selling on there, Cami. I'm mm-hmm. sure you feel the same way. We're just on there connecting with our community and being visible. You know, we're the leaders. We're, we're the ones behind this community. So it's important for us to be active. I mean, I will say I sometimes, you know, don't get on there as often as I wish I did. It's just there's only so many hours in the day. I just try to get on Facebook as much as possible. There's just so many places for us to go to now. It's, it's crazy when you're doing mm-hmm. social media marketing as a business. But you know, I try to make time to be in our Facebook group. It's an amazing place to be. Yeah, it's great. And it's a great place to be too, because the people in there are amazing. So you know, sure. even if you know Madeline and I aren't there at every minute, which we, we come in and out, I definitely go there a couple times a week and make sure that I'm actively in, interacting with you guys there you still have like some amazing other people in that group too that you're going to connect with and you're going to grow with it or that are out for the th- same things you are. If you're trying to grow an online community, you have to be in a group where people are supporting you in that effort. And whether it's our group or somebody else's group, 
you need to be with a community of people that are kind of aiming for the same things that you are. So over the next two months, actually, it's going to be, we're going to go over each step you need to take to build your online community and support your business. And I'm going to just give you a preview of what we're about to do. We're going to cover defining who you want to help, where to find your tribe, what to offer them, the power questions to use to find their pain points, what platform to use for your community, how to build community connections, how to scale your business with a community and measure the results. So over the next few months, we're going to definitely be doing that. And you know, it brings me to really the reason number five. It's just the easiest way, these communities and the way that we've built them, it's just the easiest way to help the most people possible and still see that impact firsthand. You know, if you're the type of person that really wants to help people and have a positive impact with your work, a community is the best way to do it. So let us take you on this journey over the next two months for how you can build that community. And and maybe you already have a community. And if you do, this is going to reinforce the steps you've probably already taken and maybe give you some ideas to just deepen that relationship that you have with your community. I think that that's really important. And I know that there's pieces of this that I've struggled with over the years, especially the scaling part, like how do you get people to start buying a product and and all of that. So we're really going to dive deep into this. And we've been talking about communities and how to build them all along, but we wanted to put it in a sequence for you so that it kind of just follows the sequence. So if you follow along for the next two months, you should have enough information to really get your community like on the right footing. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this. It's going to be really cool. So this episode is a little short and sweet, but really impactful, I think. And your action for this is to be sure to subscribe to this podcast if you're not already doing so, because you do not want to miss these next episodes that Kami was just talking about, because we're going to walk you through step by step on how to start your community and head for your first 1000 true fans. I love that. So that's exciting to me. I can't wait to see who's going to come in the Facebook group and talk about, you know, them starting their journey of getting their true 1000 fans. So be sure to join us in our Facebook community. And that's at facebook.com slash groups slash communities that convert. Yes. And we hope to see you there because this is going to be very intentional over the next two months. We're really working on building our communities and making sure that we have them thrive and provide us an income and a support for many years to come. And if I have another action item I just came up with. Let's say you already are a subscriber, and I'm sure many of you are, and you're like, well, I'm already doing that, Madeline and Cammie, so I don't need to take action. I'm already a subscriber. I'm already in the Facebook group. Then go tell a friend right now. Go seek out a friend, maybe two or three or five, however many, and tell them about this podcast and what you're getting out of it and tell them that they should go check it out and also join our community over on Facebook. We would love that. We would be so thrilled. And that's community in action right there. It absolutely is. I love that extra action step. And also what's great about it is that you have accountability partner over the next two months while we're building communities together to talk to about all the different things that you're up to. I'm going to tell you having an accountability partner is so important. I know that that's basically how Madeline and I started our relationship was really as accountability partners. So I would really recommend that you bring a friend into this next two months, especially. And we're going to just really talk about this in the group and maybe, you know, really have that challenge up there. So there's a lot of fun stuff we're going to do over the next month to get you guys into action, some challenges. Really, we want to focus in. 2019 has started, guys. We're in the third quarter. I mean, the second quarter of 2019. We're going to be in the third quarter at the end of this this, um, series. I want you guys to absolutely have success this year. And the only way we're going to do that is by focused action. And that's what we're going to do over the next two months in each of these episodes. So we are really looking forward to this. 
I know I love this. I, I love that you're telling everybody to get an accountability partner for this. It's such a great idea. It's funny how we're just adding more things to the action item. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> we're very don't, ha- don't hate us that we're like, you know, slave drivers to this. Like, we're just keep piling on the action items for you. But it's actually such a great idea. And like Kimmy said, we started off as accountability partners. You know, I was in a mastermind and I wasn't. And I knew I needed somebody to be an accountability partner with me. And I thought, you know what, instead of trying to find a new group, why don't I just get someone who's like-minded like me that I can just bounce off ideas with and talk to once a week. And so I asked Cami and she said yes. And we became accountability partners. And then this podcast was a result of that partnership because over time we started talking and talking about podcasting and we came up with this awesome idea. So you never know where it will lead to when, when you no. have an accountability partner. Nope, you have no idea. It's, it's amazing, the magic that happens. So anyway, well, yep. we're off and we'll see you guys next week. And join us next week for defining who you want to help. Let's figure out who it is you're going to help. That's going to be awesome. All right, we'll see you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Hey, this is Madeline. And I want to let you know you can connect with us on our website at communitiesthatconvert.com. You can get all the information in the show notes for this episode. And we also encourage you to visit us on our Twitter profiles. You can reach out to me at Madeline Sklar. That's spelled M-A-D-A-L-Y-N-S-K-L-A-R. And also to Cammie. Her Twitter handle is at CammieChat. And that's spelled K-A-M-I-C-H-A-T. We look forward to hearing from you. Hey, Madeline, don't forget, we want to give a shout out to our friend Todd Giantasio from The Growth Suite, who sponsors the Communities That Convert website. Yeah, if you want to learn how to position yourself as an authority and get found online, check them out at thegrowthsuite.com. And that's suite spelled S-U-I-T-E. Thanks for listening to the Communities That Convert podcast with Madeline Sklar and Cami Hoiza, where you learn how to build a tribe of raving fans. Stay in touch with Madeline and Cammie through their website at communitiesthatconvert.com. Communities That Convert.